0: Fine! Okay. Let's just... <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Processing the Process. I'm Ness. What is up? This is our second second episode, y'all. This is our second episode of our second season. Hell yeah! Um, so, uh, this is actually our part two, our first sit-down with Chantal. We discuss certain mental health tactics that have helped us uh, just kind of keep a better radar on our... Mental health and keep ourselves in check and whatnot. So, this is part two, baby. Um, sit back, relax, and enjoy, or else. I think it's back to you again.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had know, said earlier, you're like, I can only give four out of five, and I want to give five out of five. Mm-hmm. And my number two is 60% is enough. hell yeah Um, and my therapist had said this to me because I have grown up um, wanting no issue to be the easy child um, to be perfect and to be held to such high standards and it was starting to hinder my adult life in which my plate was getting way too full and just realizing that if I can only give 60% to something, my 60% is going to be a hell of a good 60% rather than giving a shitty 100% right. um, and burning myself out in the process and yeah. realizing that, okay, I can give 60% and then my other 40% I need to look within and just recognize like manage your time and manage your life and um, stop burning yourself out for the satisfaction of wanting to feel enough Mm -hmm. when you're worth, you're worthy at 60% or you're still worthy at 100% and it it doesn't change that. And there's a better value of being able to take a step back and knowing when too much Yes you you Gotta can't do it all yeah you
0: you can't do it all um so yeah that's like the it's, the it's like the coin flip of mental care or mental mental health awareness is that you go into it wanting to do you want to do that 5 out of 5 mhm but more often you don't mhm and that has to be okay mhm you know well, we mentioned before about productivity doesn't equal your worth. It's that incorporated into it as well. Mm-hmm. It's being okay with
1: not being okay. Mm-hmm. My therapist says she's like Chantel. It's okay to be mediocre.
0: <laughs> yeah, bitch, hell yeah. She's hell like, yeah.
1: it's fine. Mm-hmm. She's like, you have to sit in the the meteorocracy, meteorocracy, whatever. Meteor
0: meteorocracy
1: some shit some shit like that. like that yeah
0: <laughs> you have to be okay with
1: it you do and you you have to stop it's like stop being like the number one bitch in high school like
0: yeah yeah like, you
1: weren't in high school right there's no need for it Right. you don't have to prove like you don't have to be number one like you can be number 50 out of 100 Yeah. you can be right in the middle yeah. And that's okay. And anything, she would always say anything extra than 60% is extra. Yeah, extra fluff. Mm-hmm. Something good still. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: That kind of ties into this podcast a little bit as one of the reasons I stopped. hmm Because I did, I mean... It was the same thing that, like, so before the podcast, I also, I had, like, this blog that I managed a little bit at the end of Marywood, um, and it was when I was kind of searching for myself and kind of being involved with, like, religion a little bit. It was just not the best thing, but I kept coming to the same crossroads that I came into recently where I was like, I can't be, I can't perform at my highest level, and then Talk about it with other people Mm -hmm. while not, like, performing at my highest level, which is so crazy. Like, I was telling myself that you need to be just as productive and, like, so people can be just as productive. Or, like, again, like, hey, you're trying to be that popular girl in school. That is the true intention, Mm -hmm. and that's not the intention that you started with, nor do you want. Right. (laughs) At all and that's why I kept coming to it so I stopped doing that blog and I stopped doing this because I was just like how can I talk about these things and I feel so shitty and you know like this is not you know worth talking about and like people like who am I like it was really caught up in that and then I was kind of leaning more on the Instagram type thing and I just started you know becoming like going towards that avenue and I'm like what the fuck is going on? Like this is not right. You're being stretched. What everywhere. the yeah mm-hmm. to the point where um, I re- I think I recently I like I just like I still have my Instagram and everything, but I'm just not like I'm challenging myself not to open up the app all day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm see what happens if I do out of just like you know how your fingers just fucking do it you yeah. know if that just happens okay if I see two posts if they're good posts I'll give it a like if it's friends of mine I'll give it a like and then I'm putting it away mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to know that I'm online I don't want anyone like I don't want my little green bubble showing up none of that right and it's been so beneficial mm-hmm. because I it like the read like 50% of the reason why I was posting was obviously because of the things that I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to show and highlight about mental health and remind people and, and, like, talk about my own truths and transparency. But the other side of it that was gaining a lot more traction was the one where I, like, almost was trying to live up to this expectation of myself mm-hmm. or this thing that I wanted everyone to see. hmm And I was like, that can't, that can't, we
1: can't do this. Ugh. A professor of mine she's uh retiring this year actually um and she's like she's from brooklyn mm. and she has an accent i'm not gonna try mm. to mimic it but just just, it. just imagine it she's a very headstrong woman mm-hmm. she has been single her whole life no kids like her mother just passed away at 102 like oh, bless her th- right like it she's just a very headstrong woman and um she was like, "You have to let me know." She's like, "I don't understand social media for you guys." She's like, "Why do I need to know what restaurant you sat out, sat at, or ate at, and why do I need to know the review of it, and and this and that?" And her perspective of social media is so much different than like ours, mm-hmm. and. A lot of people were, like, raising their hand and responding and just saying that people are, like, searching for validation. Um, they want to paint a picture of yep. who, not a fake person, but... Who they want to be. The, yeah, their full potential person and, mm. and put on an act. And she was just like, why do people, like, for me, I was just, like, translating and... I met I met this girl, Tamara, at the gym, and she's very spiritual, and she's mm-hmm. just awesome. And she, she calls it a download from spirit. Mm. And so the transparency and, and the download that I had received was just like, stop letting people have so much access to you. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you want to perceive yourself as how other people take that. Um, You don't have to always be the best person. Like, again, you could be mediocre, and you're still going to get love and light, and nothing else is different. And guess what? You don't have to try so hard. No. So, yeah, I don't know. That was just something that keeps hitting me um, as I'm moving through this last couple of months. It's just like, it's okay to just be there and it's okay to not let people have access to you. It's okay to not have to post every single accomplishment of your life or any mm-hmm. downfall you want to highlight or try to impact somebody. Or just sharing your happy moments. Like you can just take pictures and not have to post it. Exactly. Like it could you just, can do it. You it, can definitely do that. And you could just let it be for it you. It be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my best friend just came up for the past two days and it's the first time she's ever been to Scranton before she moves down south for med school and she'll be absorbed by that, which is great and God bless her, but um, we just got to spend two days together of just being ourselves and we've known each other since we were four and five and now we're at ages where I'm 22 and she's 23, so mm-hmm. life is moving quickly. Like, Miss Girl was looking at apartments of where she's going to live independently and how she's buying furniture so she can hopefully move it into her house one day and being intentional in that. And it's just like, yesterday we were fighting over who gets the Cabbage Patch Kid baby doll and who gets the baby alive. And she would always give me the Cabbage Patch baby doll, and I hated it because <laughs> I wanted the one that pooped and pissed and you changed his diaper. But, like... The couch patch was mediocre, and that that's okay. And I can enjoy these moments in life. And I was on Instagram, and I was making a photo dump of my weekend, and I just hit cancel. Mm-hmm. I just hit cancel. And yeah. I just went through my camera roll, and I like to edit pictures, like, just... You literally press edit, add exposure, like, all of yeah. those fun things. And I just did that, like, made a picture brighter or something from our night out. And um, just going through and just, like, smiling. And just, I allowed myself to be present and didn't have to, to portray that it was a good time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't have to tell anyone it was a good time. And she texted me when she got home today, and she's like... I love you so much. That was like the most fun we've had, and really like in like long a long time. time. Yeah. Like, and it's just like yes, like this yeah. is what life is about, and no matter how serious life gets or how fast life gets, you have to put the brakes on.
0: Yeah, you have to be there. Yeah, gotta be present.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny. I so my friend Angelica that graduated yeah. on that day. We've known each other since we were five. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking insane when you realize how fast time has literally it just if someone like someone hit the forward button and here we are yeah. we press play yeah. when we hang out with each other that that permission just to be ourselves because we were like ourselves our most truest selves were basically when we were kids like mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. so knowing somebody who knew our true selves mm-hmm. and who has known every single aspect of ourselves like or every single stage of ourselves to the present there's something it's just beautiful
1: yeah yeah I, we call each other um like that's my sister like that's my I'm, i always say that's my big sister and um even when i was like at the at the bar this past weekend and saw my friends like i was like this is my childhood best friend like she's my sister like you know what i mean and it's just like it doesn't feel weird saying like that's my girl that Mm -hmm. that is my soul sister like she she will always always have a place in my heart and like where we've always been apart like her her dad's in the military or was he just retired and she would always go wherever he was stationed um, for the summer. So, like, we've always had time apart. Mm. So I feel like we've always had our whole life, had Mm -hmm. to appreciate the time we were together.
0: Yeah, that changes it. Mm -hmm. That changes it so that every time you are together, wow, you really want to be present for it.
1: Yeah, it's meaning, like, meaningful, like, it's so intentional, so. Mm. I
0: love that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What? Was, wait, what was...
1: <laughs> 60% is enough. 60% is enough. <laughs> right.
0: Mediocrity right. is okay. Yeah. You tried. And it, tying, you know, one more thing about that, mm-hmm. when we would have these talks after Zumba sometimes and we would talk about, you know, routines and everything, I mean, you, obviously you're not living underneath a rock. Um, and if you're on TikTok, you'd know that there's, like, skin routines Everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, what people are buying, what people are wearing, what are people are doing this. Like, you're getting so much, such an overload of information every day that sways how you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have this conversation where I would talk about my routine. And he, he the what makes us different is... Like, one of the things I'm really passionate about is skin. I fucking love skin. Mm -hmm. I have, like, I just, if I didn't go to school for what I was supposed to, I definitely would have gone to school to be either a dermatologist or an esthetician or something. Because it's just super fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do my routines because part of that is rooted into that passion, right? So that's fine but here's this routine or multiple routines that are presented every day where there's like seven steps, six steps. Here's my 5 a.m. routine, and it's like, you know, bop, 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 back-to-back something. There's like fucking alarms for each thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, also people who aren't real people, like who don't work. It's people who have the, the opportunity and, and privilege to not really have to work and do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could work from home. Okay, again, okay, 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 okay. Just a bunch of people with a lot of time. Just a lot of time. That's what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is not everybody's situation, right? But it's this, like, regurgitation almost. Not regurgitation. It's just, like, this, this cycle um, that's saying, like, you have to have all these things to feel accomplished in your mental health and take care of yourself because everybody else is doing it. And so when you can only reach one of those things, mm-hmm. if that, mm-hmm. we beat ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were like, I I I want to do your routine, but I just there's just so many steps sometimes, and I've heard that from other friends of mine, and it's like you know what you're right, there is a lot of steps, mm-hmm. so on the days you feel like doing them, sure, on the days where you can't, okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: either way, I mean at least you thought about it, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Like it, that mediocrity or that, that just. I'm okay with just kind of giving that sixty percent today, mm-hmm. and I and and for like routine wise, for example, if you don't feel like washing your face and doing that like skincare routine that you have catered to a T, buy yourself some micellar water, get some cotton pads, and you're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like just keep it simple. Right. Get your makeup off. Do that one thing mm-hmm. if you can. If you can't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's that act of still. Wanting to do something for yourself, but also listening to the fact that you just... I can't do that. Mm-hmm. 60% is okay. Mm-hmm. So my next one is um, the importance of, like, boundary making. Mm-hmm. That shit. Keeping that at the forefront mm-hmm. of your mental health is super important. Mm-hmm. Knowing when to... Like, and this is not just, like, mm. s- talking to people, you know, stop talking to people, or, like, being involved in certain things, not being... Like, you just... It's not just that; it's also with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like for like. So I'm gonna start with myself, and then we're gonna move. We're gonna move out. Yeah. So for myself, um, with boundary making, we all we all have separate parts of ourselves that do certain things. I'm a, I'm a I'm a girlfriend. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a mama because I got my cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I have these many roles, and in those roles, I play a certain part. For work, because we are a capitalist country, we work hard. We keep on working, and we don't know when to stop. Yes. So sometimes, um, you know, I had a full eight-hour day, yet I'm still on the computer an hour over, two hours over, because I don't know when to draw the line. Mm-hmm. And I would do that a lot in the fall semester to the point where I'd be, like, late a lot. Um, because I wasn't really being conscious of my own time because I just kept working and not really drawing that boundary between, hey, this is my work stuff, this is my work self, yeah. and if everyone else is allowed to go home at 5, 4.30, I'm going to choose one of those and bounce. Yeah. The only exception is if I, you know, had a weird day and I didn't really do a lot in the morning because I didn't really feel like it and I'm just catching up on work so I stay like a half an hour to an hour, you know, like, that's the exception. Right. But with self, it's like, all right, we're closing the book here, Vanessa. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we got to do something else. Right. So that's self. And then with, like, relationships, there's our family and then our friends. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. With our family... Sorry, in sign language, also, uh, I study um, communicate, well... I'm going to school for speech therapy, but um, I study communication of people and their body language and yeah. things like that, right? And um, obviously we treat people who have the diagnosis of autism who yeah. don't pick up on certain certain things of those, so we have to be able to identify good communication strategies and then and then the incorrect way, and I use that in air quotes. Yeah. Um, but Vanessa has the best... <laughs> body language, <laughs> and communication. And I tell you, if she even did a class of sign language, she would pass it. Really? Because the the best thing about people who are hard of hearing in the deaf community is that when you sign, you have to use your face.
0: Yeah. You
1: have to huh. use that emotion. Y- you You... If you're using sign language, obviously you probably can't hear, so you can't hear the intonation or the booming of our voice or yeah, the but you small get the things. That, right. So you have to like even when you're explaining something like a volcano exploding, you're not gonna be like, and I do this with my face very um just a straight face and my hands exploding like a volcano. Instead you're gonna close your eyes and widen. Widen yeah. and, and close your mouth and open it and it's just relaying something that's so different so if anyways you would be just you'd be so amazing
0: i've always wanted to learn
1: yeah you should you really should it's so it's so awesome and it's it it could help somebody like in in public you know what i mean even if you know so if you only know the alphabet you could you can fingerspell and you can spell your words back and forth and it's so much faster than writing writing paper writing on paper or or doing things like that but um you you say family and your friends and the sign language for um family is coming together like that so it was just whoa you know Uh, what I mean but yeah yeah so you just you make it's a f um hand sign and yeah. then you're going to start from your chest and then bring it around,
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Family. That's so cool. I didn't, I just, yeah. in my head, I was just thinking of, like, the rings. like. Yes. Um, like self is that layer and then the family and then the friends are that outer ring of mm-hmm. interpersonal relationships.
1: And your fingers like cross like that and this is friends. Bitch!
0: <laughs> oh my god, imagine in like a previous life I was like either someone who taught sign language, someone who knew sign language or someone who needed mm-hmm. sign language. Um, that I mean, huh. I truly believe that there's something, there's something here. Yeah. There's something mm-hmm. here with yeah. my
1: bingies. I love it. I love it. Thank love you. It. Thank you. But, <laughs> but with the podcast you guys can you can't no, see. you can. I know. See I, her, which is fine, mess, but yeah. um yeah, she's a great storyteller in that
0: I would love to do, like, have, like, actual camera, you know, like, because I I love seeing, like, sometimes, like, snippets of my favorite podcasts on YouTube, and I get to watch them
1: talk, and I'm like, oh, that's exactly how I imagine that, or... Yes, and you you can see their body language, and you can see, like, if they... If they're surprised with their eyes, or if you say something and it's like a, a quick side eye, like <gasps> yeah, like you, you know what I reaction. mean. It's just it's so much more intimate mm-hmm. and it, I, yeah, I get that too. But that's the beauty of the podcast is you get to sit there and imagine, yeah, you know.
0: I love it. Yeah. I recently I showed you one of the podcasts that um, I sent it to you one day um, that I just happened to like. One day I just want to go for a walk. Yeah. My body, I think, and um, this ties back to my, your, listen to your body. My body was just kind of craving movement. I just wanted to do something. I needed to, just, I don't know. And I just wanted to go outside, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I'm like, I want to go for a walk. And I want to listen to something other than my music. It was just a little played out. It was the end of the semester. I was just kind of done of the hearing the same old, same old. Right. Um, so I just kind of, t- I looked in the search bar, and I just wrote, like, um, either just mental health. Just that keyword. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of scrolling, and I think it was, like, the fourth or fifth podcast on there. It's a podcast called Do You Fucking Mind?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she is amazing. First of all, she's Australian, so listening to her is super, super easy. It's very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I just, she just has a presence about her. She's just really cool. Like, if I, I would want to be her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also into neurology. Like, she talks about, like, every, almost every episode, she, like, opens it up with, like, a really interesting brain fact about what's inside of our minds and how it reacts to certain things and how it just works. Yeah. And then she ties it into what we're talking about today. And it just, I it just it's so elegantly put. And there's a community on Facebook. Like, it's just, it's really wonderful. But I, I just imagine her just sitting there talking to me about... What's, what this episode is about. So I like that aspect of, of podcasts. But mm-hmm. I think her name is Stephanie Fernandez. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's do you fucking mind. There's a lot of little stars in between the F and the G. Okay. Anyway. So, um, but boundaries for... Uh, <laughs> back to boundary making I'm just, I'm not going to really be long-winded here, but boundaries are super important. Mm-hmm. Okay, with, with any, everyone and everyone and even yourself. Knowing when to say no, knowing when to say yes, Knowing to put the needs of someone else before yours, and knowing when to not put the needs of someone else before yours. Mm -hmm. Um, To be honest, I grew up without any boundaries. At all, boundaries were considered disrespectful. Mm -hmm. You know, boundaries were considered sneaky, um, deceitful. Like it was, it was not a great environment to have them. They weren't. They didn't exist, and that is why I'm not. I'm not blaming at all. You know, but there, that is one of the reasons why growing up, I struggled so much with just being, like, existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I couldn't really be myself in a lot of situations. And then when my trauma ended up happening to me, i it just perpetuated it over and over again. Because I'm not going to just share, like, this is, mm-hmm. I can't share it because I, I, there's no there's no safe I guess like the, you know when you you're safe enough to create boundaries and the boundaries are okay but when there's no boundaries available there's like, you can't do them they're not part of the game they're unavailable now you have this information that you can't tell anybody and you have to store it away
1: mm-hmm.
0: because if you do I mean it's the same thing as if you're you know creating boundaries it's a negative thing and you've seen what that negative is thing looks like mm-hmm. you know and as I mean we can talk all day about and I hope that maybe I will get the chance because this podcast starting from the beginning until now um, I've been really working on just being transparent with myself so that I can be transparent for somebody else mm-hmm. that's the goal um, and if I am super broad with myself, then I'm going to be super broad with everybody else. And that's just not it. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be transparent and talk about your truths if you want to be transparent. Like, you can't dance around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of harboring that and, and, and not having the, the option to kind of unload and talk about it and have boundaries. Um it really did take a toll on how I viewed relationships and how I were, like, you know, both romantic and friendship. So I didn't have boundaries. I became someone's caretaker. I became the person who was the main support system. I said yes all the time to everything. I didn't really know how to say no. Um, everything was okay all the time.
1: Mm.
0: And it wasn't until I think uh, I think my my first college roommate that I started getting a taste of, like, the importance of them, not necessarily practicing it. I didn't practice it until I started actually going to therapy and mm-hmm. utilizing it with my other friend. But it's it is it's super, super difficult sometimes, especially if you're a people pleaser.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> it's, it's not a fun time. It's not a fun time. But I promise, same thing with, you know, mental health anything, it's it's not really going to be a fun time majority of the time. Right. It's hard. It's really hard. And kind of throwing that TikTok culture and social media culture in there of how it's almost viewed as this like perfect routine, perfect lifestyle, nice little graphics, inspirational quotes. It's like we're losing the transparency of really understanding that when you decide enough is enough and you really want to help your shit out. Because you're tired of feeling the same way, you're tired of holding it all in. Mm-hmm. It's ugly, mm-hmm. but it's so worth it. Like I can tell you. Like I even wrote down the other day. Um, the because like, we the, we just came out a, a year living here, mm-hmm. and I was like the the me a year ago. I am a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I am lighter. I feel balanced, you know, I felt so sporadic for so long. And I thought that maybe when I started therapy, that sporadicness was finally put to bed. But girl, that took years Mm -hmm. for that sporadicness to just be, you know, ironed out just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Now it's easier to breathe because when boundaries are are made... Mm -hmm you can exist, be the best that you can be, so that you can also be the best for yourself, but also for other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And know when, to, when someone's fucking pulling your chain. Mm-hmm. You know, like,
1: don't be taken advantage of. Boundaries are important in realizing that. Mm-hmm. Even in relationships. Oh, yeah. Romantic relationships. hmm I know, like, my boyfriend and I, like, at one point last, maybe two weeks ago, we had a disagreement and our perspectives were very different and he's very quick to react instead of respond and I know it's a trauma response so I I give him grace within that and we it's something he's aware of and is working towards so I mean if it's a trauma response it's something that is very comfortable and it's very quick Mm -hmm. and Neurologically, that's where your brain is programmed to go. Yeah. Um, But giving that, that person that time and safe space... And it's not putting their needs above yours. And this is where the boundary comes in. Because you're like, I'm secure within myself within this moment. My feelings are not taken away from this moment. But at this time, my significant other in which I love needs extra support to recognize that this is an unhealthy cycle, Mm -hmm. unhealthy behavior. And there are many times in which I react instead of respond. But the most important thing about that is being able to, to bring it back and become aware, like, oh, let me replan this. Let me revisit this next time. Mm-hmm. I know for next time that maybe this is a better way in which I can come about. Or just living in the moment and taking accountability for that. Yeah. Um, and then still validating your partner's needs. Uh, yeah. Because most of the time, as a person, and if you have that trauma response, you want to defend and deflect yourself. Because at one point in your life, you couldn't defend yourself. You couldn't protect yourself. Yeah. Um, so the boundary, oh, that's what I was talking about, is the boundary with within that to be able to just step aside and put your ego aside and really understand the situation. Yeah. Um, it's important to, you're standing up for yourself in that moment.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, if standing up for myself always equated to something negative, something bad, something disrespectful, and then... You know, having that reinstated, standing up for myself in a romantic aspect and having the backlash of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, standing up for myself just wasn't in the cards. Mm-hmm. And I even mean, even with my, like, current relationship, like, I struggled with that for a while. It's it's a whole fuck ton better now. I am, mm-hmm. I am super stable. <laughs> but before it was just so shaky because I didn't want to be an inconvenience to anyone. Mm-hmm. Cause once once I am, then I'm an issue, then I'm a problem, then it is my fault. Yes. And that's not first of all, <laughs> girl. That's not a good thing. That is very much a trauma response. Because <laughs> I, if that's what your mind automatically goes to, one, it's false.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if you're a conven- if you're an inconvenience to someone, then, first of all, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Second of all, you don't need them. You don't need them. You don't need them. Yep. But that initial feeling of feeling that way, I was just I just
1: I don't know. But to create that boundary and yeah. stand up for yourself and be able to get over that bridge. Like, I have to swallow my pride here and I I need to yeah need to take take it over. I need to take control of the situation and Yeah. Allow myself to grow within this moment.
0: I think of um I don't know why this came into my head, but that one song by Kali Uchis. I don't know. It, it's, um, it's <laughs> the, what is the fucking After the, after the Storm, it's called. it, okay. And it is, um, the, the, I guess the verse leading up to the chorus, it talks about, I mean, it, to me, it, it it talks about like the other side of the relationship. So I, when he's it says, "Do you ever wonder? Do you ever ever wonder what he what he's going through on his own, the demons that he faces alone?" You know, like so. It, it just I don't know. There's something about it. it's like there's just that I can apply that to like a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can still create a make a boundary because like whatever's going on with someone else's life mm-hmm. is different from mine. Mm-hmm. And if they want my support and ask for it, I will give it to them in a healthy way. But I'm not crossing bridges, you know, swimming oceans to prove to them that I can do this, that mm-hmm. I am helpful in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But also it has helped me with relationship-wise where, like, sometimes I have to swallow my pride in this, in this moment because I care more about that other person. Yeah. You know? Because pride is allowed to be, like, pushed aside. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to push aside your feelings, mm-hmm. like, how you feel genuinely. But if it's pride, then get that fucking shit out of here. You don't yeah. need it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to result in anything that's exact- beneficial. Exactly. Um, you have to reevaluate the intention there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But, girl, that's all I got. Yeah.
1: My last one mm-hmm. is that um, being honest. Mm-hmm. Being honest with yourself, being honest with others, um, be honest. But this is eating her rice krispies. She's not trying to give you awesome ASMR. I'm
0: not trying. <laughs> I'm not trying to give you guys some free ASMR, okay?
1: <laughs> this is a special. Um, That's a special add-on <laughs> <laughs> to come. <laughs> To come and brought yeah, I'm right. Okay. Um coming soon. But being honest with your feelings and it kind of goes back to my my big thing obviously in the theme of mine or just self-awareness. Um but being able to be so self-aware that you're honest, in which like today I was supposed to work from two thirty to six thirty. My best friend Taylor came this weekend. And we had an awesome time together. Mm-hmm. We had a beautiful time to just sit, relax, and enjoy each other's company. So, it wasn't like it was very pushy. But I had quality time with her, but I wasn't able to have my moment and my time with myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, it was four hours of pay that I missed out mm-hmm. on. Work will always be there. Yes, ma'am. Work will be fine without you. Mm-hmm. And if you work a part-time job like me, you don't have PTO and stuff like that, like, sometimes you just have to, you you have to throw your pride away. You can't, yeah. you cannot do it all. And I knew I was coming here with you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and I still overslept. And you know what? <laughs> like, if I would have went to work... Oh, my God. I would have just... Zombie. Yeah. My, I would have spread myself thin.
0: Yeah. And
1: money comes and goes you, you don't
0: yeah exactly i growing up my mom was always like that spreading herself thin mm-hmm. she still does sometimes i'm like mom when are you gonna take a break mm-hmm. um it's not worth it because the effects of spreading yourself thin are not a positive or yeah. not positive effects they're usually negative for the most part like i mean if we're gonna talk in physicality we get you know you get a little stress acne all right Right, right. That that you want a physical aspect? There's that, but maybe an emotional aspect which is I mean, you're not in a mental health, like you're not in a good space.
1: Right. You're distracted, you can't oh, yeah. focus, you you can't stay on one thing, you're fidgeting, your you, your attention, you just are not there. No. You you cannot be there. How? How? You know? How's way? Right. Literally. That kind of ties into the boundaries a little bit, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I I think it's at a moment that you're honest with yourself and be able to say and step back Mm. and say, I need to value myself for what I am, and I'm worth it in this moment that I can say no. Yeah. I can be honest with myself, and that 60% is enough for me today on this Sunday.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And I have a whole course load of work to do this week and so if I needed to take a nap and rejuvenate and to just have a chill night yeah then that is worth my value to say no to work
0: yep work's always gonna be there
1: right it's not gonna
0: gonna burn down right
1: it doesn't make me it doesn't make me worse any as a person doesn't make me any little and (laughs) if anything just big like I'm just me, and I can say no, and I'm worth it. Right. And I'm, I'm honest about that. I'm honest to just set aside, like, it's okay to not be able to do it all.
0: For the record, too, I was like, you know, if your body is telling you that you just need to chill out, mm-hmm. we can always reschedule. Mm-hmm. Giving people that opportunity, because, like, I know for me, sometimes... Days like that, like days, like weekends that are kind of packed, still wonderful, but mm-hmm. packed. By the time that I have time to just spend myself, I really just want to spend some time with myself. Whether that is taking a nap or, you know, going to a store and walking around mm-hmm. with myself because I fucking love walking around in stores. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take that time and do it. I know I got. I mean, yeah, you can call that slight avoidance of whatever you have to do. No, it's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm pouring into myself so then I can pour into my work. Yep. Or I can pour into my community. Mm-hmm. Or I can pour into others. Mm-hmm. Like, self-care, mental health, mm-hmm. you can label it selfish, but it's really like, how are we defining what selfish is? I mean, that's always been a negative thing for me, at least. Mm-hmm. But um, to being aware of what you want to do, to help yourself out so that you can function and be happy mm-hmm. just being here. I mean, why wouldn't you want to just try that out?
1: Right.
0: It's not a selfish thing. it's it's one of the most selfless things you can do. yeah, you know one one be, for the for the people around you, for the world around you, but it's also the most romantic thing that you can do to yourself mm-hmm. because you care enough about this person. And you want to see this person be everything that they were meant to be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Eh, you cut yourself some slack, chill out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. If that's a, if there's one takeaway here, um, it's literally chill the fuck out. <laughs> right. Your sixties good, right? There's there's ways to go about and live your life and feel planted, feel present, and they're not. That difficult to do. Mm-hmm. They might be a little ugly. They might give you some challenges or challenge offense, I don't fucking know, at some point. But they're good. They're good for you. It's like eating broccoli. Mm-hmm. You know, like broccoli, tough luck. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. What are you for? <laughs> Fuck. I can't with you. But I think that wraps it up today. I think that was it. Thank you so much yes i'm so glad we planned something out instead of keep I talking about it and just I know. do it it's so easy for me to kind of just be like talk about shit dream about shit but it's until i like actually write it down then it's kind of then it needs then it's happening yeah. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i was like i need to find because i told her like two weeks ago i wanted to do this so if i want to do this i need to find the time to do it yeah because i got a list You know, I want to gain the confidence to do this more often. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe I'm not 100% ready yet, Mm -hmm. so this was, like, one of those things where I was just, like, I just, this would be a good opening, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'd love to have you on again. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's so easy. It's, like, there's certain people in your life that you could just bounce, 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 Mm -hmm. bounce, and just a nice, like, rhythmic way, Mm -hmm. and then really just...
1: Yeah, i do not like it, we always have such great conversations, right? You know? Yeah, because every yeah, it's just that soul and community. I mean, energy, mm-hmm. uh, reciprocation that we have for each other, and mm-hmm. there are some times where like our our conversations where I'm pouring more into you, yeah, or if you're pouring more into me, and yeah. does that aspect of Dude, I am not okay right now. Yeah. And somebody just You're not shameful. You you have a safe environment. Yeah. And I think that's what we have created. And Oh yeah. I'm so thankful for to have that friendship <laughs> and just have that way. Because there's some some people where you're just like, hey, how you doing? How's the family? Okay. Alright, have, have, have a good one. Instead of so so like <laughs> Girl, I haven't eaten in a week. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It's For like, real. It's, instead of saying, damn, that sucks, it's like, okay, baby, so. What's up? Let's go out to dinner. Let's go get you some food. Like, yeah. let's, let's do something about this. Like, let's yes. stop saying it's okay because. It's not. It's not, yeah. Like, it's just the authentic- authenticity of just. Being honest of who you are. Yeah.
0: What can I do today to support myself? What can I do today to help someone else support themselves? Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't. You don't have any gain no, or loss from it. No. So. Nah,
0: no. Right. And that's like that's where that the the boundary comes in again. Mm-hmm. Like especially with friendships or like romantic things, like you're allowed to support. You're allowed to help your friends. You're allowed to support your your significant other. You're allowed to be there, but you are not a crutch Mm -hmm. you are not an actual wheelchair Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) you're not like you can't do these things for someone Mm -hmm. but you can still be there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and by pouring into someone else and just kind of giving them Mm -hmm. that support and allowing them to just feel whatever is being felt right now Mm -hmm. and just processing it like getting it out um i mean you're practicing it like I think it's different. I used to have a friendship where I felt like everything that would go wrong with her, I had to figure out what I can do to make it right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even with my current friendships now, like I have to literally like, Vanessa, are you doing this because you're trying to prove something here? Mm-hmm. Or are you doing this because, you know, this is what you feel like you need to do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a fine line. I have to ask myself that because I've been caught in that before with previous relationship, previous friendships. Um, and it would it would drive me rampant. it would run me rampant. It would be like I would worry about my mental health, but also somebody else's at the same time that 's impossible that's not how it's supposed to be. you weren 't designed to have to think about other people's mental health mm-hmm. on top of your own mm-hmm. you know, but you can still as a friend as a significant other offer the support and the ear mm-hmm. i mean i had to, I had to be told I had to you know I need to listen more and that's I mean if someone tells you that, take it. Mm-hmm. Take it. Take that as a little tidbit, as as, as as for you to kind of edit how you come to the table and communicate with the people you love. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not listening and someone is saying, hey, I really feel like you're not listening, mm-hmm. that's your cue to shut the fuck up. You know, my mom is very much like that. Mm-hmm. And mm, sometimes I feel like I, I, I get those certain tidbits from, like, you know, your parents a little bit or your mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. not Jan. i'm
0: not jan
1: right i'm not jan right um but and that's what i was talking about earlier like when my partner would um react instead of respond it's just that that being honest about like okay so we need to settle down here and we need to communicate we need to listen um One, I'm not going to hear you with that tone of voice, so we need to nix that. Mm -hmm. And I I want to be able to listen to you, and I want to be able to communicate so thoroughly with you, and if I repeat something, repeat your words back to you, and they're not what you have meant, Mm -hmm. then we need to work through that together, and we need to have that mutual understanding and capate capability of having the capacity to want to understand yeah it. that's it because if you don't want to then it's only, you're always going to butt heads yeah. instead it's like hey dude I know you value this more I don't value it as much so that's why I didn't think of it the way that you had but now that I understand what it meant to you let's move forward yep. let's yep. not have this disagreement
0: Let's have this be the last time we really talk about this. Right. You know, like, let's have that agreement to understand exactly what we had to learn from this mm-hmm. so that we don't repeat this again. Right. Them lesson loops,
1: they're real. Right. They keep going and they going on until coming. you understand it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it might knock you the fuck down. it
0: might knock you down. it might blow your house down man mm-hmm. it'll fuck you up <laughs> no That's a conversation for another time for sure mm-hmm. for sure for sure. I definitely want to talk about that because that there's a reason why we keep experiencing things over and over again in the same kind of way just different theme you know sure. and if you keep you keep attention to the behaviors that repeat you can ultimately
1: just see how your own behavior patterns. As well as other people's behavior patterns. Yes. So that's what I had wrote there, too, was that your pattern of those negative um, feelings, Mm -hmm. that pattern loop. But once you start being attentive to those things, you're like, Yeah, there it is. We need to stop and recognize,
0: baby. Yeah, turn the car off. Yeah, literally. Turn the car off. We got to look at something real quick. Mm -hmm. But... That's it. That's all for us. I... I always hate closing out these episodes. I never really know what to say. Um, but I am going to say what I usually do, and that is just to take care of yourself. Um, give yourself some grace. And, you know, stop stop being so hard on yourself for like a second. Okay? Just try it out. Um, you're loved. You're important. And I hope that if there's something from this podcast that you can just absorb and... And, and put in place within your life. You can adopt it, whatever it is. I hope that there's something here that is meaningful enough that you can do that. Um, and if not, that's fine, too. Observe what works and obs- you know, leave what doesn't. Um, but um, thank you for hanging out with us. <laughs> Just kicking it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Desi, <laughs> um, bye. All right, that concludes our second part to our two-part episode with uh, Chantel. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you absorbed whatever you needed to. And if not, that's fine. Thank you for hanging out with us and just chilling. Um, podcasts are so interesting, right? We just sit around and watch other people have conversations. Not even watch. Like, we listen, I maybe mean, we could watch, but girl, I'm not that a capacity. I, I don't even know. Anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> um, episode two, baby we're on to episode three. So stick around. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and always remember to be super fucking kind to yourself because you deserve it. Okay. Bye.